Welcome in to the Fun Astrology TGI Friday, January 26th edition. Thomas Miller from the road in California still. So the trip update is uh, that I'm staying here until early next week, and then I'm going to go swing through Dallas and see the grandkids on the way back to North Carolina. So thanks for giving me a couple of days this week. I really needed it, and I'll update you on the trip when the time comes, when it's right. All right, we've got a boot scoot and boogie here because we've got a lot of to cram in between now and Sunday. This is a busy astrological weekend. This is one of those podcasts that you would do well to cast a chart just to see what's going on. The visual would really help here. Yesterday we had the full moon. That was in Leo, six degrees. Today the moon goes into void of course. That's where it has had its last aspect before it changes signs tomorrow into Virgo. That happens at 419 this afternoon. And that last aspect is a big one. It happens to be a square to Uranus, which is basically standing still because it stations and turns direct tomorrow early, tomorrow morning. So those of you who have been feeling it this week, here's another log on that fire because the last aspect of the moon for this little two-day period here around the full moon has been a challenging aspect. So I'm not making any decisions about anything going on out here in California until we get some clearer lunar energy, get the moon behind us. And I will tell you, all of this is on Kristen's lunar calendar, which you can download at funastrology.com forward slash moon. But the next favorable aspect is not until a week from Saturday, week from tomorrow. So this is kind of a time to be throttling back if you can. If you want the moon on your side and you want to play that little card from the sky and you can hold back, it would be a good time to just do the planning, do the work now. But don't make the final commitments until the moon is in a more favorable position. So the only real event today is the moon going void, of course. That's at 419 Eastern. And then the moon will enter Virgo tomorrow at 2.11 p.m. Eastern. All, all times Eastern today, as always, we'll just keep it at that. Now let's roll the clock into tomorrow. First thing that happens in this domino stack of aspects is the sun squares Jupiter. Remember, we talked about that yesterday in that T-square. Well, the moon has moved off, so that T-square is no longer applicable, but we have this. The Sun and Jupiter are definitely square, and that's where it has, in my opinion, brought this extra challenge into this week. Yes, Jupiter is the cosmic rabbit's foot, if you want to say, but it expands primarily. Whatever is there will be expanded. So that's, I think, why we've been feeling that, and it's a square, so there's the tension. Could we say Jupiter is a little grumpy right now? Yes, we could. I mean, I'm just saying, this is a real cautionary time. It's a great weekend to clean your garage. <laughs> it really is, seriously. Don't get hurt. Wear gloves and don't pick up glass. Uranus, then, now that happens at 2.18 tomorrow morning Eastern. And then 2.35, just a few minutes later, Uranus stations direct in Taurus at 19 degrees, 5 minutes. And because Uranus moves so slowly, 84 years to orbit the sun, that one bakes for weeks. That's not a drive-through kind of aspect right there. That one is going to be with us. So see, again, this whole theme of just right now is a little pause time cosmically. Let's keep this going. 9.58, so let's just say basically 10 o'clock tomorrow morning Eastern, Mercury and Mars kiss on the lips. Some astrologers call that a conjunction. 
We're in the new era, A-I-R-A. Yeah, mwah. There you go. Mercury and Mars, right on the lips. A big one at 10 o'clock in the morning Eastern. Then we mentioned the moon enters Virgo. And the last one tomorrow is at 11.23 tomorrow night. This is also a big one. Mercury squares the nodes of the moon. And I know you're thinking, well, if Mercury and Mars just conjoined, if they just kissed, if they're together, then doesn't that mean that Mars is also squared? Yes, it does. The exact will be on Sunday. Mercury moves faster. Mars catches up Sunday morning. So what Mercury squaring the nodes could bring to us is a little bit of this karmic challenge in our minds more than in our soul. We might think it more than we feel it. Or it might be that if we're trying to analyze through a problem, universe is trying to give us a little elbow in the ribs saying, go back to your intuitive side. Quit trying to figure it out. Feel it out. Use your feelings as the antithesis to the thinking. So then from tomorrow afternoon for the rest of the weekend, we have that Virgo moon. So there you go. Garage cleaning 101. Let's pop down these last three aspects on Sunday. First of all, Venus sextiling Saturn early, 1 a.m. Eastern time on Sunday. I love these positive aspects now with Saturn. Venus rules things like love, money, home, beauty, balance, etc., Saturn will change karmically what needs to be changed. It can do that quite effectively. But if the changes have been made or if you're working with it in a positive direction, it can definitely mean longevity in some of those areas. Solid foundations, new kinds of structures that will last into another generation because Saturn is in Pisces. It's trying to build before it moves into Aries, which is the new suburb kind of thing. So we're laying the groundwork for that growth. That's a really cool one to get on the right side of. Sit and meditate on that one. Then we already mentioned Mars squaring the nodes of the moon. That's probably one of the more conflicting aspects of the whole weekend right there. And all of these are in play today, tomorrow, Sunday, and beyond into next week. That's where something could come up in our soul, in our psyche, uh, in our awareness, in our meditations, soul growth kind of thing, asking us to release something, prying our fingers off of something that we may have been holding on to a little too tightly, and Mars could bring the conflict to try to work that through. Know that it's for your growth. This is not a negative aspect. It just is saying if it has to use the tougher tools, there is one right there. And then the next one is just, I have no idea what to say about this, but at 4.05 in the afternoon, Eastern Time, Mercury trines Uranus. Yes, that Uranus. Mercury ruling the mind and Uranus ruling the genius of the mind, the higher octave of the mind. If Mercury is the mind, Uranus is the genius of the mind. And I'm just saying, you could put yourself in a position, I'm thinking either meditatively or just from a petition. You know, when you ask, you pray, you request. Jesus said you don't have because you don't ask. Well, here's one to ask. Uranus is all about surprises. So who in their right mind is going to come in here and try to say what this is going to look like? <laughs> that's, I think that's folly. Let Uranus be the surprise, but just position yourself in a situation where you say, when you create this whatever this thing is that you two are up to, it's of the higher mind. So surprise me with something super uber inspirational and make it fun and playful. It's a trine. It's a good aspect. So get on the right side of it. You see what I'm saying? 
Oh, you guys have a wonderful weekend. Thanks for a couple of extra minutes here. I am expecting to come back and do Merriman in the morning, but it'll be a little bit later because I'm back here on the back side of the time frame caboose on uh, from the United States. So <laughs> I'm not going to get up at 3 in the morning. All right, you guys have a great one, and I will see you back then. I am doing also Level Up Sunday night from the road, so would love to see you there. It's on our YouTube channel and in our Facebook group. I love you. Happy Friday. Happy Friday.